It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? If Auburn doesn't sign anyone on signing day, is it signing day or is it just another Wednesday. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen Every single day. Joining us for the second time this week, Charlie Five. And I thought I'd bring you on because you're normally our recruiting guy. We could recap National Signing Day. And Happy. we're done. <laughs> Great show. See you next week. Uh, yep, yep. Ferg Friday tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Um, is it this a great, big... It was a great, basic, uh, nothing important Wednesday yesterday. It was a usual Wednesday. It was a typical Wednesday. Is... Is this a big deal? Ah, I don't see how it can't can't be looked at uh, as a big deal. You think it uh, is a big for, deal for numerous reasons? Okay. Um, number one, uh, there was really only three targets. Period. There was only three targets. Right. Uh, we didn't get a single one, uh, and then there was seemingly no backup plans. No backup plans. We had three weeks of we had three weeks of possible visit weekends uh, after after the dead period ended. We played Kentucky one of those weekends, gang. Hey, that was a great environment. Basket, had the had the uh, camp out basketball game. We didn't have a single official visit of not not one backup plan for three weeks. We had basketball recruits in that weekend though. Had basketball guys. Not there, football. Now there was. There was some unofficial visits of the three targets that we're going after. Right. Uh, there was not an official visit back. There, there's a, uh, you know, we, we hurt for offensive linemen. Uh, we keep talking about offensive linemen. We struggle for offensive linemen. We haven't signed one in the portal yet. Right. And we only signed one high school kid. Uh, and then we had Jalen Farmer, who, you know, seemed to be our next guy we were going to single out and go get. And he goes to, uh, he ends up going to Florida. And then Inez Cooper, who would have crawled through broken glass, regardless if he is the top of the top talent, would have crawled through broken glass to come to Auburn. He signs with Miami. He signed with Miami today, guys. Then there was a there's an offensive lineman from Demopolis who would have crawled through broken glass to come to Auburn. He You're really on Missouri this broken today, glass guys. thing. Yeah. He he signed. I'm sure that because that is the most PG rated thing I can come up with. Right I get now. that. I, I uh, thank you for doing that. He signed with Missouri today, guys. I I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand how that – I don't see any possible way you can spin this positive. I don't see it. I, I mean, you're going to have to do a really good sales pitch to, to spin that to me in a positive light. Yeah, and I guess the approach I was coming from was signing day now doesn't really matter. But the fact that you, you went 0 for 3 – that stinks, but we kind of thought that we would go over three going into it, you know, with 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 kind of news coming out and, and you know tracking visits and things like that. Maybe didn't think Citizen was going to Miami, but I don't right. think Auburn felt like they were going to get him. 
But I think you nailed it. I think it was the lack of a backup plan where it's like, what's going on? I mean, in the past, Auburn's backup plans were like Daniel Thomas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or we had a couple last year. I mean, even um, Jarquez Hunt. Jarquez Hunt Jarquez. was kind of a late. Sure. He was kind of a late dude. Like, we just stopped. We just stopped recruiting. Like, period. Like, we just stopped. We had three guys we're going to get. And if it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We don't get them. Okay. We'll just move on. We'll just go to the portal. Yeah. We'll go to the clear. They don't want to be here. We portal. don't need them. Like, hmm, well, you need bodies, man. You need bodies for sure. I don't. I'm. I'm okay. So you, so, so you, you think it's a big deal. Interesting. I, I wasn't expecting I that route biggest, when we were talking about, you know, our pre-show meeting, if you would. Yeah. I, I am. I'm, I'm pretty blown away that that's the way that signing day ended was just. We're, going, yeah. we're just going to move on to the next, move on to the next one. And, and once again, kinda... you know, I, I talked about this with, with the war report guys yesterday with everything that's happening at Auburn right now, even if it's like not actually a big deal, each individual thing, it looks terrible. Like there is nothing yeah. positive from the outside looking in. There are we very few some... things to be excited about. Uh, Tank Bigsby is it like Tank Bigsby yeah. is, is all that we have to be excited about right now. And the passing game is crazy. Like, Javarius Johnson announced that, that he is entering the portal. Auburn is leaving signing day with less talent than what it started with. What? Has that what ever happened before? Surely not. You know, Surely that's never it, happened before. It can't. I mean, we're, uh, we're now at 18 kids that have left the portal, that, that have left Auburn, and we've added five um, back through, through the portal. You get seven just free that don't even count against you. Like you get seven free out of that eighteen. So like right. that don't even go against your twenty five. And it's like we we didn't even that that was another thing. I mean the portal the, the portal season the early portal season was almost foreshadowing early signing day. The early portal season there was two or three targets yeah. and no backup plans. Early signing day, there was three targets, no backup plans. And then some of the that could have been backup plans go to, uh, you know, pretty solid power five, get pretty solid power five scholarships. I'm just like, totally. right. we've got to have, we've got to have some positive news. Like it's got, I mean, it it is, I feel like that things are reaching a fever pitch in Auburn right now from the fan side, from, from, uh, maybe even financial support side. Like there, there's a fever pitch of frustration and they financial support side. Talk about a buyout. Is that what you're you're insinuating? I'm just, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything in particular. I'm just saying there's people that matter that, that need there. Something good needs to happen soon. I'm just saying, I'm just saying something good needs to happen soon. So what is an example of something good that could happen soon? There needs to be, uh, I would think, a, a rock star offensive coordinator needs to be hired, uh, a a solid, attractive um, quarterbacks coach or wide receivers coach with recruiting prowess that can get people excited uh, needs to happen. And then uh, he, they keep talking about this late portal deal, um, and, I mean, that has to be hit as hard as it possibly can. That right. has to be hit harder than – it, it it's 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 ever been hit to get and then hopefully have some positive momentum going into spring practice which is like i guess towards the end of march yeah um 
I mean, you're not even going to have your starter. You're not even going to have your starter for spring, uh, your supposed starter for spring in Calzada with a shoulder. I mean, so like you, you can't even like get a positive feel on him moving because I don't even think he'll probably play in the spring game. So, uh, man, we just need there's something's got to happen. Something's something good needs to happen big time. Who's he going to throw to? I think this Javarius Johnson I, thing is wild. Like the Javaris Johnson thing, like he was the most promising returning receiver. That he's we all they had, going, dude. He's all they had. Him and Shed were all they had. Yeah, and and Shed is Shed. He's a great kid and he plays hard. But like he's a role player. Think, he's a role, he's a player. role player. He's a piece. Javaris Johnson was actually had game breaking ability, and uh, and he's gone and probably gonna go to like Ole Miss or something like that. Like he's gonna go play somewhere well, everyone else is going to Ole Miss you know why not him so the the whole um I, I'm getting a ton of messages now asking like hey you know it seems like you're going anti-Harson now and that's no. not it that is not what I'm trying to do I'm looking at what's happening and everything that's happened since the season has ended has been bad <laughs> there is I, I tweeted I, I, I put out a tweet and and I could not mean this more solemnly and more serious it is best for Auburn football for Har- Brian Harson to figure this out and be successful. Yeah. Okay. For sure. But at some point in time, you have to call a spade a spade and say, bro, w- there is a laundry list of things right now that look from the outside, from optics, that it's not going very well. And uh, I, we got to get, <laughs> I mean, at some point in time, you just got to say it is what it is. Like, I, I I like the I like the no no nonsense attitude. I like the, right. the business over pleasure and play around uh, country club type atmosphere. I, I like coming to, coming in, getting your work done, being disciplined, and getting after it. I love that about him. Totally. I love that about him. But but there's so much more that goes into being a coach in the SEC than just um, platitudes about culture and 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 being tough just to be tough like there's so much more to it and and I'm just I'm just I'm not going to say I'm praying but I I'm just hoping so much right. that that he figures this out because it is looking bleak it is looking bleak yep i i want to this quick i want to i want to continue the the culture messaging in in just a moment um Hey, I want to tell you uh, about our friends at BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered with all types of betting information and, and lines and, and sports. And, uh, they've got all kinds of things. Uh, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. BetOnline, where the game Starts. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Charlie Five, continuing that on, I think... All Auburn fans liked what they were hearing from Harson. Loved it. Well, the, the messaging it. of you know going one and zero and the fourth and one mentality. It's just it didn't happen. Like what you preach did not happen in year one, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with year one. You know, 
we talked about it time and time again, how he inherited a really crummy situation. And that's not, that's, that hasn't changed. Like my, my right. mindset on that has not changed. It's a terrible raw, a terrible roster in positions that don't need to be bad and to, to compete in the sec. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I, I think that's great. <laughs> I think that's great. But as far as the whole, like, you know, it's my way or the highway thing. Like that's fine. I think that's great. Yeah. But you got to get buy-in. And I, I don't know if you've got that. And the whole, um, you know, what they say with the Auburn Observer, um, Painter and Jay Ferg, they always talk about, you know, you don't have to be great in your first year, but we need some proof of concept. And yes. don't know if we really saw that. Maybe you saw it defensively in the Iron Bowl, but that D, D coordinator's gone. And I think from yeah. the coaching standpoint, on the field stuff is going to be okay. I think the calling, the defense, and the scheme is going to be fine. I think Auburn's defense will actually be pretty good in 2022, regardless of what happens. But on the offensive side, it's just you're an offensive coach. You didn't really fix anything, I don't think. Unless you snap your fingers and the offensive line just comes together. But your receiving room is significantly worse. It's not just worse than it was at the end of the season. Significantly worse. It's significantly worse. And people are saying, you know, in YouTube comments and stuff that about like, you know, Auburn's in a better spot now than it was a year ago, and I do not think that's true. Because, uh, because at that point, you could sell the fact, you could sell hope and upside, right. and you got to believe in what I'm doing. And yeah. that sales pitch, while I've got a gut feeling it hasn't changed a whole lot, the value of it has plummeted. I felt like he would come in and diagnose our issues and then – I mean, I still think you can turn a program around very quickly, and I think you're going to see this at USC. You can turn a program very quickly through the portal if it's done correctly. And I just knew, I just knew, like, there's no way this guy, this guy knows football. There's absolutely no way we don't bring in three to four portal offensive linemen, totally, two to three uh, portal wide receivers, right? And let's duke it out in spring. Let's duke it out and let's figure this crap out. We're going to up the competition level yep. and bodies, and we're going to get after it. And it didn't happen. And I think there's a chance that that does happen, though, Charlie Five. Maybe not three of each position, because then you're almost out of scholarships at that point. But I think after spring you may get that, or maybe even during spring. But regardless of when you get them, from any time now till fall, they can't obviously participate in spring. And right. that, just, that just puts you behind. So far behind. But you can... You know, I do believe Auburn will go into the fall with more linemen and receivers than they have now, right? Uh, You have to. You have to. You have to, to, right? Right. So, um, that's the upside that I'm holding on to. Yeah. The way the roster currently sits with Calzada unable to participate because of his shoulder, if that all that stuff is true, that is, um, that's a concern. I think that's a concern because um, I like TJ Finley. I want TJ Finley to succeed, but there's no competition there because like, I don't think Robbie Ashford was brought in to compete with TJ Finley. I'm just not buying that. So is TJ Finley going to feel a legitimate competition from Holden Gurner? Maybe. Or D Davis. Uh, I, I honestly know. forget he exists. I'm not going to lie to you, but maybe, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. you know, does he have like a legit shot? I don't know. I don't know. But um, it just, it feels weird. It feels very eerie. It feels very it eerie, and just talking to folks that kind of know what's going on, um, 
I think it's bad. I think it's really, really bad. I think the morale and the uh, temperament of the 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 people that matter is not in a good place right now. For how does this end? Not. Does this end with a bad season eventually? Whether it's in twenty twenty two and or twenty twenty three. I I mean, if it even gets to the season, I, I'm almost I'm almost. There's no the, way. There's no way Harson's not our coach in 22. There's no way. I hope he way. is. I hope he is. I'm just saying, I don't, I mean, it's nothing at this point in time will shock me. Nothing at this point in time will shock me. For the folks out there, seriously, for the folks out there, and there's a bunch of you watching and listening, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but if, if you believe that all this stuff is ridiculous and Harson's got it under control, I want you to reach out to me. I want to figure yeah. out a way to incorporate your thoughts into content on this show because I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good for the fan base watching um, and the audience involved in the, in the community. I think it would be really fun to talk about that. So please reach out to the show. Um, join the Auburn, uh, Locked on Auburn Discord. We'll put the, uh, the link in the episode description down below. I think that's the best way to go about this. But I want to hear your point of view because I, I, I do too. You guys tune in because you love Auburn and I. Want to respect that, and I want to give you a product that is positive about your favorite team. Um, but I don't. The Javari's Johnson transfer really put me over the edge, just because it's like, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? Well, and, and then Joko Willis tra- left too, right? I, I we haven't yeah, mentioned that on the show I think yet. He's about, or he's probably about to leave uh, if he hasn't officially gone gone on the portal. The thing about the biggest thing is we up until up until Javari's Johnson. Has there really been a guy? I mean, you got Bo Nix, obviously. And that, that was. A, I think Kobe was the biggest so far. Kobe. So you had Kobe, who was which, a natural was a, wide incumbent, receiver, by the natural, way, natural, the incumbent starter, and then Javarius Johnson, who was, for all intents and purposes, number two. When he was, the, he was last the number year two for for this, I, I would say this coming up year, I think he was probably on line to be number two behind like who? Number two. Who was number one? Shed. I'm saying Kobe would have been number one. Got it. I think Sorry. Javarius was going to be number two after after Kobe left. He was number one, no doubt. He was good. He was the number one wide receiving target. He's just dipped. He just dipped. Uh and and Ole Miss brought in some good wide receivers in the portal. Like so, it's not like he's leaving for a if he goes to Ole Miss for a guaranteed spot. And I'm just speculating on Ole Miss. That's just the rumors that I've heard is probably going to Ole Miss. So Alan Green's uh, biggest thing when he fired Gus Malzahn was there was no hope. And if you feel hope right now, seriously, I want to I want to talk to you. I want to talk not necessarily on the show. I just want to I want to go talk with you and, and list your thoughts down so I can go over them. Not to prove you wrong or anything. I'll probably try to right. prove you right, honestly, because I want this to be positive. I want Auburn football to be good and successful. So, um, all right. Cool. We're on the same. When page. we just, just let's just let's just clarify something. Okay. You and I were both incredibly pot. Like I've been, I, I feel like I would almost get in arguments with those people that were negative. Like, like the people that were just let's just let's just be negative, just to be negative. Like, dude, we did a show the it, week of A and M. We're like, if we win this, we're top ten, and we got a chance to go to the SC championship. Yes, we did. Yeah, and yes, we wanted that. We did that. We did that, and, you know, I've defended a lot of things. I do think Bo's injury played a lot into, like, the, some of the losses uh, down the stretch. I mean, it's, but at the same time, uh, I mean, I just – I feel like we were super-duper 
super incredibly positive. Um, I, we don't just seek to be negative for, for anything other than we're looking at the situation. Right. We're looking at all the evidence. Don't make me go into a criminal uh, justice case again example. Yeah, no, don't don't be saying evidence. death penalty stuff again, please. Thank you. Yeah. That, was, that was way out of bounds, by the way. And it is not pointing – I mean, it is not pointing in a very good direction. Seemingly from the surface without being completely behind the scenes and knowing all – everything that's going on. Right. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about some positive things. Before we talk about Auburn basketball, let's talk about something that maybe even more positive. I'm talking about saving money at the gas pump. A lot of you guys listening have downloaded the Get Upside app. It's free in your phone's app store. And if you have the app, you're already saving up to 25 cents. Uh, ca- you're getting 25 cents cash back per gallon every time you fill up. When you download it for the first time and you use promo code SCORE, you get an extra 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. If you're down about how the Auburn football program is and you're not a basketball person, getting cash back on gas with the uh, the Get Upside app will help you a ton. You can take the cash out anytime. There's no catch here. I have the app. It's legit. Use promo code SCORE to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Charlie Five, what an incredible game that was. Tuesday night as Auburn scored 100 points against their rival, sweeping them in their very tiny arena. <laughs> that tiny, tiny arena, tiny arena. Hey, what was really funny, this is off topic, like it came out like a little bit later, Alabama's about to reduce their uh, seating capacity to like 11,000 and renovate their stadium <laughs> after all those stupid comments by that dork, Nate Oates. <laughs> I love he that you call him a the, dork. He took one on the chin and I loved it. I loved it. I love the crowd. Every time he would like pitch a fit, they would they would chant in unison, "Shut up, Nate! Shut up, Nate!" Yeah. at the top of their lungs, and it was it was epic. It was a lot. It, of fun. it feels good. It feels good. Absolutely, it feels good. Um, it feels good, man. Drop a hundred on them. I don't know if you heard me talk about this yesterday, but like with them posting the final and like turning yeah. replies off originally, they they took it down and then you know put it up. But like it's just the prime example of like being able to dish it out, but you can't take it. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's what Alabama is. How many texts have you gotten today or seen Facebook posts of people that have their feelings hurt because Bruce did the crane and had the broom and <laughs> talked about, oh, we don't do that. Act like you've been there before and blah, 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 and no class and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry he hurt your feelings. Let's yeah. get, like, get over it. It's like, get wait. We were doing the same thing that Alabama was doing in football. What? what yeah, the, what? their whole thing is it's the coach, though. That's a coach is supposed to be an example. You never see Nick Saban do that. Nate Oates and you know what Nate Oates did when they beat LSU in the uh, the SEC tournament last year? Preach it. He said, "He said, get the f out of here. It's on camera. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up." He told him to get the f out of here. That it's doesn't sound camera. like a very good example, Charlie Five. No, it's, it's a terrible example. Children I mean, are watching. Come on. They come on like. They're not, we're number one in the country. We just uh, just absolutely drug you by 20 points. You shot 14 threes and got stroked. 
You shot, it's you crazy. made 14 threes and you got absolutely dominated. And we made like five. Get over it. What? Get over it. We almost won by 20. It's crazy. It. Yes. Come on, man. It's it's exciting to be number one. Like, don't like don't act like you don't get excited. Don't act like you don't sing. We just beat the hell out of you every single time you have a win in any sport in the in in the history of your athletics department. Like, See, let's go. Just the lack of awareness is astounding. You know so what I mean? Astounding. And like so Auburn, astounding. the Auburn fan base certainly has its flaws. We're a little ridiculous. We overreact to things, but I think we all are aware of it, and we kind of love it. You know what I mean? But Bammers, it's just that's just not what happens. That's just not what happens there because they want to always take the high. They try to take the high road, and it's like, no, that's not how this works, bro. No. Yeah. Hey, Barstool. Hey, Barstool, Bama. Big props, bro. He said, "Turn the comments on." The oh, Barstool yeah? Bama page on Twitter. He was ready to take it. He was ready to wear it. It's it's not even that big a deal. Like, just have fun with it. Like, it sucks. I know it's your It rival. helps your social media account. It's funny. Like, because it's of the funny. algorithms, you know, it's, you get engagement. Great. It helps your page. Like, just let it happen. Just let it. Just wear it. I didn't want them to turn them on. I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of didn't either. Um, just, just so that we could hold it. But then, like, it, it went, like, then they turned it on, and then it got real high, and then they deleted it, and then they... Posted it again, then it went high again. I did they delete it again, or was it just the one know. time that they? Who cares? I don't know. They Whatever. think they outsmarted it. Like stop it. They did. They did everything wrong. Like whoever's their social runs that social media account literally made the wrong decision every time that a decision came up. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> every time there could be a decision, they made the wrong one. It was <sighs> hilarious, man. Um, well, cool. Thank you for coming on to recap signing day for the Love Tigers. It, that was fun. We went over I'm all sorry. the um, hey, all guys, the guys that we signed uh, in depth there, so that's good. Don't hold it. Don't hold me. Don't put me in. Lump me in this negativity category, guys. I'm. I'm no, we. I want this. You have been I leading the charge from the get go about Brian Harson's messaging being exactly what you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and I've been I, right I was, there with you. I mean, we have been pro Harson. It's just we need something good to happen, <laughs> please, please. And, yeah. uh, and we were so like we were fine with the Austin Davis thing. Like we really were. It's in. like okay, cool, sweet. And I was, I'm, I'm still all about Harson taking over the offense. Like I'm all about yeah, that. I, I, I think it's great. Um, it's just, it's just been a lot of little things, and some things are bigger than others. But the, the losing your top two receivers is fascinating, and not, not you know, going to get them because we've seen them. We're circling back a little bit. Sorry, but we've seen them pursue linemen and just not get them. You're not seeing them as you're not seeing them pursue receivers as hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the one kid from in the portal. The like one James kid Madison from, or something? Uh, uh, no. Well, they, they didn't even really go after him that hard. The kid from Louisiana Lafayette that went to LSU, um, Kyron Lacey. Uh, but that's it. There's no right. other plan. That was the guy. That was the guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. How can people find you here? You support you, all that good stuff, brother. Yeah, you find me on Twitter, the underscore Charlie underscore five. Don't be mean. And uh, AuburnLive.com, the corner message board. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, dad bod, golf bod. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, tomorrow on Locked on Auburn, we'll wrap up the week with a little Ferg Friday. And also, I had a few minutes with Roger McCreary. And by a few, I mean three. He did not have a lot of time, and that's okay. Uh, Down here in Mobile for the Senior Bowl, but um, we'll play that on the show tomorrow as well.
This has been Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.